0: it's Thursday, and I know I do two shows a week, but today I'm doing just one because it's been a slow news type of thing, so there's really no freaking point of it, but, um, starting off with some pit football, Pitt landed its first recruit of the 2019 class, Uh Player's by the name of Leslie Smith. He's a uh, linebacker from the state of Florida. I guess he went to Northwestern High School, and, and obviously that school supposedly is very prominent when producing talent. So he's around six foot one ninety-five. So obviously he's got room to grow. And if you look at his offer sheet, there's really no P5 offers. I mean, his biggest offer is probably Temple. And there's the Air Force Academy. I mean, they usually pull out some decent teams. Oh, South Florida was good last year, so he has that going for him. For Atlantic has them. So, yeah, the offer sheet, I guess if you're very hardcore about this, it's very underwhelming. To say the least, there's no P5 offers, and who knows? Maybe he would have got one down the road. You know, some you know some recruits are late bloomers, but in this case, I'm I'm thinking that he's going to be more of a developmental recruit. In other words, he, you probably won't see, if he gets the pit. You're probably not going to see him on the field for a few years. Maybe special teams, but obviously he will develop down the road Ooh, excuse me I'm half asleep but yeah I guess you could say it's kind of odd that the um, it's almost by middle of June and we still, you know Paley has one recruit and it's hard to say what they're doing yet it's just more of a wait and see enjoy the summertime approach is how I've you know, it many times Also another news there was another it was an article I guess with Heather like I guess talking about it. basically she's doing some things that other ads ha- haven't done in the past and basically she's trying to build relationships with, lo- with a lot of the uh, corporations here businesses UPMC especially which supposedly hasn't really been really been done by any ad here which is strikingly odd. would think that the uh, AD would you know would do some things you know build relationships so I'm not sure what the mindset is in a case of you know some of the former ADs maybe their idea was you know to win games and money will come and keep changing uniform oh keep changing uniforms as well we're gonna keep changing logos go from Pittsburgh to Pitt Dino cat, Dino Beagle. Oh, we're gonna switch the script. Basically, yeah, lottery branding all the time. But obviously Heather's got her um, her work cut for her obviously doing what she's doing and and hey, you know, anything to bring more money into the programs you know so you can pay coaches salaries upgrade facilities because we're always upgrading so on top of the ACC money bring in uh, pay bring in what how, money you can how, however you do it if you got do some sort of discount program for you PMC employees other you know other companies hey do it by all means go for it I'm all for it. <laughs> Not much else really you know, going on, sports-wise, in terms of pit. It's been pretty slow. Which you know you're going to have that, and of course you know, we wrapped up the NBA and NHL playoffs. And you know the NBA playoffs, it's almost as like they never happened. Same with the NHL as well. Because they were just gone. They were done quickly. Once the Cavaliers pissed away game one. That was pretty much it for that series. After that. That whole, stud team stigma was done. I think LeBron, you know, obviously is gone. And, you know, I really don't feel sorry for him because... With this year's team... You can't say the man didn't have any input... When the the team was built. And when they were making all these trades. You know... They tried to build them... You know... They tried to salvage some sort of team... You know... Mid-season. But I mean... Obviously what what killed the guy... Was the fact that... um, Kyrie Irving left. Want to be traded. I mean, so they're pretty much, when, when that happened, their hopes of a championship pretty much was really, tanked really low. Because if they really won a chance at Golden State, if they were going to go back in the finals, they were going to need Kyrie Irving to do that. So really it was just LeBron, Kevin Love, and that was about it. There was really nobody else on that team. You know, people are going to blame probably George Hill in game one for that missed free throw, but... He makes that free throw. They're up one, but goes cool take out the ball with four point four point seven seconds left. Which is plenty of time for them because all I gotta do is call timeout, inbound the ball from their own zone, and set up a, set up a play. So there, I mean, so there was no guarantee that they weren't even win that game, even if they went up one. And of course, game three was crucial for them versus Cleveland. They were at home and. You know, it was a close game, but they couldn't close it out. And once Game 4 happened, Game 4, they just gave, they just quit and gave up. It was done after that. You know, for the most part, the NBA Finals were determined in the Western Conference Finals. That went seven games. They couldn't close it out. And, you know, unfortunately for James Harden, that's going to be his legacy is these type of of series where he he can't close it out. I mean, no doubt he was, you know, he he was probably the NBA's most valuable player this year, but he may not even get that now. I mean, they may look at LeBron's team and say, hey, LeBron's team sucked without him, so we're going to give it give it to LeBron. I mean that's just the reality. I mean for Kevin, I mean for guys like James Harden, I mean they gotta you know he, Harden doesn't have a championship under his belt. And he can't beat Golden State, so and when you and when you go out like a thud against the Spurs last year, you're not really doing yourself any favors. saw here that Ovechkin, well, not Ovechkin, but we had the Stanley Cup Finals and basically those that went with a thud as well as the Capitals won that series four games to one, I believe. And if we're really being honest with ourselves, you know, I know a lot of people who hate, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury are laughing at him, but if the Thrash, I mean, if uh, the if the Vegas Golden, whatever they are, Knights, I believe, we're going to win that game, let alone that series. They were going to need Dominic Hasick to do that. Marc-Andre Fleury is good, was good, has had a great playoff, great season, but he's not Dominic Hasick. That team obviously met their match finally in in Washington and I said before on Twitter that uh, you know the Caps know being an expansion team for their cup does it really count and of course I did did get some hate from some Capitals fans over that but Ovi finally got his cup and all is right in the world for a lot of people And he's been celebrating like hell with it. And of course for some Sermian people you we'd think you think the capitals were the only ones that who ever celebrated the cup before. But that's just how it is. And now some people are saying that Ovi has uh surpassed Sidney Crosby now. Which is hilarious because the guy's won three cups. And I guess st- you know, the statistics are similar, but the thing is, is uh, Crosby missed a lot more games. He's played one less season than O.V., you know, because you know he came in the league a- you know year after. But he also missed a lot of games. I think he missed literally an entire season because of concussion problems. You know, there's been times he hasn't been healthy because he because the because you know, the ass beat he takes game in and game out. But their stats are similar. You know, and of course, Sid has three cups. And anytime they've gone head to head for most of, the, you know, most of his career, have pretty much owned them. So, Obi's is—I mean, Obi is a great player, obviously. But I don't know. I don't think I would take—I I don't think I would take him over Sid. But he's more than welcome to play on Sid's line, though, if he wants. You know. I was gonna say if he didn't win, you know, if he doesn't want to, want a cup this year. He could just take a pay cut and join the Pens and form a super team and do like the NBA did. But I'm at least happy that uh, the Caps, after they beat the Pens, won to win the cup because I would have I'd have been pissed off if um, if they had you know wasted that or, you know where they finally get over this hump of beating the Pens, And then you know then flame out in the next series or the finals. By the than now you guys, the slow, you know, it's obviously the, obviously a slow, slow news. There's right not much going on unless you want to, unless you want to, you know, argue about Hugging after a baseball game, which has been a big thing, you know. you know It's a slow, you know, it's, you know it's slow sports news when guys ran writing over a high school pitcher hugging his uh his buddy on another team after a baseball game because you know he didn't go and celebrate with his teammates, so he you know he thought of himself. I'm sure that a high school kid is going to celebrate with his teammates probably eventually, maybe after the hug. Or after the after the game, I'm sure they probably hit up. You know, they went to a restaurant, or they went and had a few. They went and found the uh, the wood. They went to the woods and had a couple of cases of beer, or their family probably provided them with alcohol. So I don't, uh, you know. Some seem you know that logic. I mean, as far as uh, other stuff, I mean, the local media is still upset because Antonio Brown didn't go and didn't participate in OTAs, which is, you know, they're voluntary. And you know what? The guy's been in the league for so long; he's done so well that I don't think anybody should be talking about why he missed OTAs. Of course, yeah, he did make the comments about Mason Rudolph, but who cares? I guess he's not. Of course, you know Antonio Brown isn't happy with the whole thing about how uh, I guess he doesn't feel like he's free because no matter where he goes, there's people in his face. That's just part of you know being what you know in your position, being the athlete that you are. I mean, he's very popular. One, probably one of probably the best receiver in the game. I mean, he's very popular. So of course people are going to be following him, but I guess he's getting, you know, I guess it's, you know, it's wearing, it's wearing on him, and for me, you know, if me, can't really stand what he says, then stop covering him, stop interviewing him, stop following him, just leave him, leave him be, and same with Antonio Brown, I mean, if he doesn't like all this, go low, just go low profile. Because that's really all I can do, you know. Get yourself out of the limelight. So yeah, like I said, it's stuff like this is, how, you know, they become big stories locally because people, you know, it's it's slow. But of course, the kid hugging the you know his teammate was a more of a national story, and people, you know. My sportsmanship and things. I mean... I don't see it as a big deal. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you, a lot of you growing up, you probably played against your buddies in high school or grade school or whatever. I mean, I used to play against them, you know, in the neighborhood. I mean, we had a baseball... We had two baseball teams in our neighborhood. I mean... We were all in separate teams... Of course, you know, one group... There was the good team and there was the shitty team. I was always on the shitty team. And, of course, we'd lose. we play these guys and we would lose all the time. And, you know, after the game, it's... You know... They celebrated. I mean, one year, were they, one year they knocked us out of the playoffs. They celebrated and... It was a good game. And, of course, afterwards, we got our free sodas and whatever else. Chips. Chips. Yeah, we got our free sodas and chips. And we ran around like idiots. being each other up. Having fun. I mean, that's just how it is. So, I mean, this isn't nothing new. So, I know people are talking about how they can't stand and Tim Brown being as outspoken as he is. But you know what? great Loeb is outspoken too a lot of people didn't like him but they still bought his jersey they still cheered his ass and they still went to the games so again once football starts a lot of this will blow away but of course when the minute Brown screws up some people will bring it up as always but anyways guys I'm surprised I almost got 20 minutes out of this because I—I mean, I was—I was dragging, but anyway, guys, it's Father's Day weekend coming up for a lot of you, the listener dads. Happy Father's Day! Enjoy it. For some of you that are, that are bachelors, my advice is enjoy life. Don't worry about marriage and kids yet. It'll it'll eventually come. And the some you know the the some that are married and don't have kids, I mean. Hey, I, I get it. Sometimes you're not ready. Maybe you're just married. But for some, it's just um, you know. I used to I used to harp on people, married people who um who would buy who would have a bunch of dogs and treat, tell, tell them you know and consider them as their children, which I you know which used to annoy the hell out of me because they're you know, I used to say well, they're not kids. What the hell are you talking about? But to be honest, for some married couples, it's hard to conceive kids, and for for, other, and for others, having kids is expensive. It is. I mean, for two of my for two of my kids in a in a decent daycare, this past year, I was we were paying almost three thousand dollars a month. It was uh, thirty two hundred dollars a month we were paying, and, you, and that comes out to almost forty grand a, forty grand for the year. That's a lot of money. I mean, that's why that, there's there's a reason why some parents they uh, just you know especially moms they quit their jobs to take care of their kids. But of course, you gotta make sure you're out of debt, and of course you, know, you gotta make sure the dads make make enough money as well. I mean, there's just it's just, it's a lot so i get the finance financial part of it i mean my parents my parents were married in 71 72 they almost didn't have kids you know they they you know they didn't you know they they felt they couldn't afford it but of course uh, my sister came along years later you know that was unplanned <laughs> I was supposedly planned but I mean when you have one thing I've noticed, one thing I've noticed about, about uh, having kids is people always going to say when they're, re- when they're ready the thing is you're never going to be exactly ready it's going to happen and then, then you're going to be ready I mean it's it's weird how that works out you can probably see the same on marriage too you're never going to be ready but eventually you know you, you just gotta make that leap, and then, obviously, when you're down, when you're walking down the aisle, then your ass is ready. Your ass is ready. But yeah, I mean, so I, I can understand a lot of that, and also it's a pain in the ass to conceive now these days. It's just not easy anymore. Uh, things are just different. For some people, they, for whatever reason, no matter how hard how hard they try, they can't. Conceive a kid, or for some when they do conceive, they can't. They they lose the kid. You know, I have you know, I know several people. They had they they have one kid, and I guess they tried again and they lost the child. Or I I shouldn't say that they lost. You know, they lost the pregnancy. But after that, I mean, it's a psychological thing after that because you're wondering. Hey, let's try again. If we do, but what happens? If we do, Do we lose it again. I mean, what what happens? How do we how do we live? I mean, it's a str- it's, it's a stressful thing. But anyways, guys, you know, enjoy the Father's Day and have a great time. How to pit.